Welcome back, fight fans, to the Shout Out Fight Podcast. It is Wednesday, November what, 15th. November 15th. We're about 10 days out from the big Muay Thai World Cup Road to One Finals. But you know how it is. Before we get there, listen, I'm going to make this one quick. I had a few complaints about the last one, or uh, the Liam Harrison intro. So, hey, listen, man. I'm doing my thing. Let me do my thing, but I'll make it quick. I promise this time. So, uh, real quick, guys, if you could do me a quick favor, if you can help me out, just make sure you hit the like button. If you want to take it one step further, if you want to share the shout out podcast, I'd really be appreciative. And uh, of course, in the words of my man, B Kong, only the real one subscribe. So make sure you subscribe to the shout out fight podcast. Also, if you haven't picked up your shirt yet, Make sure you go to www.shoutoutpodcast.com or make sure you come and find me the night of the fights, okay? I will be commentating. Come and find me. I got something special for you. Come find me. Uh, all right, guys. Five stars. I got to uh, make sure. I got the boss. 10 days out from the big event. I was able to corner him. Listen, I just need an hour and 20 minutes of your time. I got him, and it was a phenomenal chat. So make sure you give me five stars. That's definitely worth it. I got to be real with you. I feel like I've, the stars, the stars have been stuck. They've plateaued. I, I don't know what I need to do to earn these five stars. I don't know if I need to like tell jokes or, you know, dance a little bit on the podcast or go get back to the poems. But listen, leave me a comment. What do I need to do to earn your five stars if you haven't given me yet? And if you're like, hey, man, whoa, whoa, a little aggressive with the five stars, Jay, I'm going to give you three stars. Well, this is not a three star podcast. This is a five star podcast. It's even on the shirts. Uh, so if you're feeling like I don't deserve a five star, you're just having a rough day. We all have them. I forgive you. It's all good. The best, the best part about a bad day is it only lasts 24 hours in one day. Tomorrow's a new day. So make sure then you hit me with a five stars. Come on. I've earned it. We're like what 85 episodes in here. All right, guys. Milk that enough for you. <laughs> uh, all right, guys. But yeah, I think we're stuck at, at, uh, at least on Spotify. Not that I, not that I check, but, you know, if you want to hit me with five stars. I appreciate it. Uh, quick shout outs, guys. I want to give a shout out to Vinny Shorman. He's going to be coming to do a seminar at Arashido Martial Arts Deerfoot North. That's my gym. So uh, we're just going to do it at the door, guys. Compute, like I know online is organizing stuff, but then people can't come when they didn't make it and something happened. And Listen, just come to the door and pay at the door. I got room for you. All right. Vinny Shorman seminar, uh, uh, November 24th. Okay. So the day it's after the weigh-ins for the Muay Thai World Cup at the Great Eagle. I think it's at the Great Eagle. Don't quote me there. I better find out. And uh, after that, 7 o'clock at my gym, 90-minute seminar, so make sure you're there. I want to give a shout-out to Liam Harrison, obviously. Friend of the show, no big deal. But uh, those couple of reels that he's put out, listen, this guy's an online Muay Thai stud because every time he's done that, my numbers have just skyrocketed. So shout-out to you, Liam. I really appreciate that. Shout-out to Kieran Kettle, of course, for doing this. you know, he, he's a busy man. His phone's going nonstop. And of course, it's 10 days out. And I really appreciate him uh, um, making time for this. He, he never says no. And uh, it's always like, yeah, tell me when. But that's the kind of guy he is, man. I appreciate that. Thanks. Uh, I want to give a shout out to my surgeon who's finally told me all the damage I did to my right knee. I will be going for surgery. Word on the street is we're aiming for February. I'm still having complications getting me to surgery. Torn this, ripped that, fractured this. Just... <laughs> So, hey, thanks, man. We're getting there. We, we finally got a date. Shout out to you. Made my day finally kind of having a goal. Uh, and I'm going to give a shout out to uh, Jake Peacock and Abdul Wafar. We did our little gloves off chat there for YouTube. First time it's ever really been done and Kieran addresses it in this podcast. But uh, uh, I was nervous. I admit I was so nervous that day because, you know, I kind of got a little speech, speechy thing to do. 
And I just was in my mind begging, like, please, guys, don't make me ask questions. Like, I got four. And Kieran was like, hey, man, it's going to be about 15 minutes. I'm like, 15 minutes? You know how long that is? <laughs> so I was like, I got like four, man. Anything past that, and I'm going to start reaching. So I was really happy that these guys did, did a phenomenal job of me kind of staying out of it. So thanks, guys. Like, I was nervous, and you guys really made it easy for me. So th genuine thank you. Genuine. Uh, okay, guys. Events right before we're done here. November 18th this weekend. Weekend, weekend. Trial by Fire 14 out in Airdrie at the uh, Airdrie Martial Arts Center. It is Team Canada versus Team Mexico, uh, as well as, I see, a title fight. Uh, shout out to uh, Mahalia, who's going to be fighting. Uh, Mahalia, I'm sorry. Uh, for a title, I see. So got to hang out with them a little bit. Her and Jeet out at um, Rise of the Warrior Fight Night in Toronto. So uh, good people there. So really easier to cheer for. Good luck. And I want to give a shout out to Ben, Florin, and Jordy, all from Lumpayu. That's me. Not Well, not me, but, you know, the brand Lumpayu Martial Arts, Arashido Martial Arts, just not at my gym, uh, Sherwood Park, Edmonton. And uh, I tried to make that less confusing. I probably just made it worse, didn't I? <laughs> anyway, good luck to those guys fighting. And uh, Team Canada versus Team Mexico. Great, great concept. I love that, that idea. Um, I felt like there was something else November 18th. Um, okay, moving on. November 25th. Of course, Muay Thai World Cup out at the beautiful Sutina Nation just west of Calgary. Um, at the Great Eagle, I believe, that the Great Eagle Event Center. And, uh, man, the finals, right? Like, like they just, uh, like, I've been, I've, the events have been awesome up to this point, right? They've been, they've been electric, they've been crazy, knockouts and production, and, and it's, it's been great. The, the build-up, the press, the media, the social media, everything, it's been great. But, like, uh, like, even as a fight fan for me, who commentates and get, goes in the ring and talks to these guys, think about what's going to happen next weekend. Like, like these, there's $100,000 and five fights in one championship waiting for them. Someone, three people. Like, and we're really going to see this. This is wild. We're really going to be there for that. Make sure you come. It's going to be crazy. Don't, listen, pay-per-view is awesome, but be there. It's different when you're there. Be, be with the people. Be with the people. Uh... Um, I can't wait. And then we also have the uh, in-fight style cup out in Toronto as well. I believe hosted, um, would that be by Diamond Muay Thai? I, th I don't think that's right, but I'm, or I'm sorry, Ottawa Fight and Fitness, Diamond Muay Thai. I know it's, the, it's like a production company, but I, I forgot. I'm sorry, fellas, but, uh, phenomenal fellas, phenomenal people out there. And, uh, uh it's going to be a great fight card. Cool. Like old school, uh, hockey card look too on their, uh, their fight posters and, and fighter profiles and stuff. Well done. I like that. All right, guys. Oh, oh, sorry. Fighty friends, real quick. Fighty friends. Kieran Walsh, congratulations, man. Uh, WBC world champ, uh, his student, Max McVicker. So congratulations, guys. Phenomenal. Uh, Dale, had, having a chat back and forth. Brett out in Thailand, as well as Jay Davis. Uh, hopefully a podcast sometime in January when he's back. Ryan F., uh, MMA Journal Canada. Phil Lear, Lindsey Ray, Kevin M., JP, Devel, Jock and Jay Lee, Rudy, Eric Thankachin fighting on the 25th as well as Devel. Good luck, fellas. And uh, old school fighter himself, Luke Spicer. Okay, the podcast. Here we go, guys. So, uh, you know what? You know what's really cool about this one is I was we were supposed to break down what well, we did, break down the uh, Muay Thai World Cup Road to One Finals and the show. But we also went off on wild tangents. We talked about Sex M, uh, you know, the Tyson Fury fight. I wanted to... Uh, it's been a while. We're busy. It's 
you know, the summer's over. I haven't really got to like talk to Kieran as a fight fan and, and a fight nerd and, and stuff for a while. So it was cool. To, like this was the first time I got to sit down and like, let's talk fights, man. And uh, so it was really good. I really look forward to it. So it was, a, it was a mishmash of stuff. We went on some wild tangents, but a phenomenal podcast with a great guy and running a crazy event next week. And I can't believe it's right here. The Muay Thai World Cup road to one finals. All right, guys. Other than that, let's let's get to the podcast. Hey, it's coming up. We're always going to start on YouTube for those who keep asking as well. We're gonna, we always start on YouTube. So those numbers go first. And then I, uh, I'll add Spotify later. So that is by design. No idea if it works, but that's by design. <laughs> All right, guys. Muay Thai World Cup, Road to One Finals, November 25th. Make sure you're there. November 24th, Vinny Shorman Seminar at my gym for anyone and everyone, not just athletes. I'll be keep posting. Make sure you check out the uh, uh, Shadow Podcast Instagram. And um, more info, the better, right? All right, guys. Let's go. I think uh, 86. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Welcome back, fight fans, to the Shadow Fight Podcast. You know why we're here today. Uh, the most winningest podcast uh, guest of all time, Mr. Kieran Kettle. Kieran, how are you doing today, man? I'm very well. I swear Damien was number one, wasn't he? Damien? Wasn't Damien Trainer your number one podcast? But I was with him on that. That's true. That's true. Uh, I'm going to take that. <laughs> you know what? I was actually look, uh, looking back to... Uh, I can't remember who. Actually, I think number two is uh, uh, Quinn and I'm sorry, Hope and yes, Mark. Mark, yeah. But uh, and I think they became. I was going to post something a few days ago. They came within three, and then it must just be from what's going on with the Muay Thai World Cup. You and Damian Trainer again phew, through the roof. Yeah, you're up by like another fifty-five. Awesome. Yeah, oh, that's good. Yep. So you win. It's good traction for not just you and your podcast. Good, good for my promotion, but also for Muay Thai in Canada. Agreed. Right? It just yeah. shows that people are listening. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and to be honest, on that same subject, uh, I want to give a shout-out to Liam Harrison. <laughs> Every time you put out those reels, He's going to beat my podcast numbers, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He already is on YouTube. Bastard. <laughs> <laughs> but every time he does those little reels, man, like, my phone blows up, just numbers. So, man, exactly. that guy's got I mean, he's, some uh, influence. To me, he's one of the, the kings of uh, getting in there before all these other guys did, yep. for Muay Thai specifically, for doing little reels. Yeah. You know, those smashing pads when he's screaming with Andy's and Andy's hair's right, right. like this, you know. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and then obviously adding his training website to it. Right. Yeah, he was like the first guy. You've seen a few other people since. Everyone now. Yeah, everyone's yeah. doing it. But I think he's, he was the forerunner in that. That's right. You know, yeah. and uh, good luck to him. Yeah, hell yeah. Hell yeah. 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 Um, okay, Muay Thai World Cup. Finals. My goodness. Straight to it. Hey? That's it, man. First, how did you think of the... Uh, uh, the face-off that happened between Jake and Abdul a few days ago. It was good. As you know, I wasn't there. I wasn't present. Yep. I didn't want to be. Um, I wanted them to to be themselves. I think it was <laughs> interesting. What's going to happen now is we're going to start, you know, I'm always trying to, with the team at MTW, so we're always trying to do different sort of videos, trailers, different ways of promoting the show, mm -hmm. trying to find different fans. And what's this about? And, oh, and then they click onto it and then they realize it's about <clears throat> two guys from the same city competing against each other. I would like to 
going forward in the future do more of these face-offs. Beauty. And I think what will happen is, like the fighting has improved in the last few years, um, and the adaption to the rules has improved over the tournament, because I'd like to start bringing this in a hell of a lot more yeah. between two guys. I mean, we did it, if you remember, on a, on a stream between Mark and Tim. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, right. If yeah. you remember, as such. Bulldog and And now show. we did an actual one where they were in front of each other, actual live. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to do more of it. And I think what will happen is the more you do with them, the more people are going to think about what they're bringing to the table more. Right. Yeah? Right. And I think both guys did a little bit of homework on each other. Yep. They started to unfold a little bit, you know? That's right. But they're yeah. both really nice guys, too. That's the other thing. Yes. And well, they're so nice. I think they wanted to step and they just they gave out inklings <laughs> of, you know, a little bit of controversial stuff between them or what they found out about each other. Right. But they didn't give enough. That's right. Like, but that's fine. I did prod a little bit. I know you did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. It wasn't instigated. That's a- <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it was fun to do. You know, I, I, uh, if I admit, I was really nervous actually to do it because I, I practiced the little speech at the end. I practiced that the whole way down Deerfoot. Uh, recorded it just try to make sure I had it. And, I've uh, done that so many times. Oh, there things, you go. Yeah. And it oh. never works. You, do, and it, you forget words afterwards, but you you do you say the right things. So you got the gist. That's yeah. all I thought it was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought the whole thing was great. You were great on it. As the two guys were great. I think it um, it's just a different promotion yep. to, for Canada. I mean, it's been done in on boxing originally, but the gloves are off. Yeah, it's been done. And they're on, brilliant. Oh yeah, and it's been done on. Uh, uh, Logan Paul and Dylan Dennis, for example, oh, yeah, it's yeah. been done with them and a couple of other social media things, but it's never really been done in Canada, I don't think. Right. So I think it's really cool. Agreed. And, and you know, both both got their own stories, both from the city of Calgary, uh, both originate from other countries as such. That's true. And they've got a story to how they came here. That's right. And you've done podcasts and spoke to both of those guys and you yeah. know them both well, so you know their backgrounds more. So uh, it's interesting how they've got to the final, not even just about the tournament itself, but their actual history of how they come to Calgary, how they discovered Muay Thai and et cetera, et cetera. So. Right. And really took off, you know, while, oh, yeah. while they've been here. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, let's work our way backwards because there's a couple other things I want to talk about as well. You know, Tyson Fury and Haggerty and a couple things to talk Ooh. about. So well, let's start <laughs> with this. So according to the fight card, um, the very last fight of the night is going to be Cody Jerome. Correct. Yeah. And, um, and Daniel. So um, now... Give me, give me your, your, your right away your initial thoughts on that fight. A, a real, I think it's going to be an unbelievable battle. Yeah. I'm interested to see what the tactics are. Me too. For both guys, because we know what Daniel brings. He's got an incredible knockout power, concussive power, and he really believes in himself. Yeah. You know his story already. Cody has just hasn't lost, basically. Yep. And however he makes a fight, he wins. That's right. And he Good works call. out how to, to win. Yep. I don't think he's faced someone like Daniel before. But on the same hand, I don't think Daniel's faced someone like Cody before. Good call. Yep. Right? Yep. So it's a real interesting style matchup. Yep, I agree. Um, I think they're both going to have to bring a tactic of some sort to win this fight. It can't be what they normally are. Right? Mm. They can't just be Daniel, I've got the left hand. Right. They can't just be Cody, I've got this incredible engine and okay. I'm tough. Okay. They're going to have to have a tactic. Their coaches are going to have to have studied their opponents and add something spicy to their game. Just something a little bit different. Right, right. Right, just because uh, I think it's going to be very close. Yeah? Yeah, I think it's going to be very, very close. Uh, I'm not saying it can't be dramatic and something can't sure, happen. Sure. But I just think that tactic they have 
potentially after round one, when they come back to the corner and they go, okay, we need to put this tactic into place, I think that can change the fight. Hmm. So just as much as corners are going to have to work that night as the fighters. Absolutely. Dang. Absolutely. I think... Um, Tim Hortons. We've had this conversation. Oh, well, Talk to me. Water. That helps. There you go. Not vodka this time. Because <laughs> <laughs> if they did have vodka, I'd definitely be sponsored by There you go. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's the coaches. It always is anyway. The coach has a huge involvement, but those two guys really listen to their corners. If you watch their last fights, they really, don't get me wrong, there's moments when they're just trading. It's, yeah. You know how it goes. That's a fight. But um, they're very loyal to their coaches. They're very, um, they're very responsive to their coaches. And I wonder what tactics they're bringing. Yeah. And that's what I'm excited about. Sure, sure, yeah, Just yeah. to see, just sit back and just have a look at the tactics and just see, hmm, has Cody changed? Has Daniel changed in any way? Right, yeah, good call. Yeah. And, you know, both those guys um, made me f just cringe at myself right in front of me from absolute explosive finishes from their fights. You know, it was Cody Jerome right in front of us with Tyson uh, Green, who's also fighting, and then Daniel as well, that overhand left against uh, Jason, right? Yeah. Yeah, and just, man, right in front and of Lance me. And before. That's right, yeah. that's right. Now, I don't want to make a prediction because that's not fair, in my opinion. But I, it, it, what I see is uh, um, because of the overhand left in the southpaw, Cody's going to have to be careful that his elbows don't get too narrow. And I do feel like Daniel sometimes allows people in before he decides, Shh, I got to go. Yeah. So I think both of those things will play a factor. Yeah. So, yeah, it should be good. Exactly. And, you know, Cody's got an incredible chin. Damn right. That's for sure. Yep. It's been tested several times. Uh, uh, Daniel has took some wax, especially in the semifinal. Yep. He's got a chin too. Sure does. So I think it's, who's, who's, it's basically like a test of the steel. That's wild, you hey? Know? Wild. And I just can't believe at the other end of this. Like, I, I tried to ask, uh, and it wasn't, it wasn't a fair question to ask Abdul and Jake when we were doing that face-off because they're right in front of each other. Should have. <laughs> I, I tried. I, I did, but you could tell that I, I, Abdul wasn't quite going to give it out. But do you think when those guys go in there, they're like, "What's your opinion?" Do you think it's like, "Here's a fight," or like, "Oh my god, I like I have to win. I have to." Do you think that that's going to play such a huge part in these tournament finals? Well, like, yeah. the, "Oh my god, if I win," controlling that, yeah, is one of the hardest things to do. All right, because what, what you have your eyes on the prize which is the contract and mm -hmm. one championship. But you can't forget the fight. Sure. And what you're bringing, Dude, you know? Not even joking. Oh, Those there you thoughts. go. That's true. Not but it's joking. completely right, yeah? Because a lot of people are forgetting there's a, a fight. Right. And having this dream, I've got the contract. Right. But you have to forget the contract at the moment. The guy's in front That's of you. You don't have it yet. You don't have it yet. You know, and it's good to visualize the victory, putting your hand up, you know, and that moment after, it's that amazing feeling you have when your name's called out uh, as a winner. So right. It's a great feeling. Um, but you have to control the emotions. Right. They can't right. let them run away. This is in every fight, to be honest right. with you. Right. Yeah, the but best the, of times. Yeah, the best of times. <laughs> the difference being in is, you know, there's been a build up between these two because they're city rivals. Yeah. One. Two, um, of course, they're basically number one and two in Canada yeah. of their weights. Yeah. That's been declared now, obviously. Yeah. Um, and three, of course, the contract is on the line. This is a big prize. This is, um, I mean, don't get me wrong, we've got the WBC belts. And we have world championship titles and things like that. I actually think this could be potentially bigger than actually when you're two or three fights in one. Because this okay. is this is huge. Like this is the life changing moment. Right and now, you when you're in one, you're actually there. Okay, you've got to produce the goods. 
But to get to one has not been easy. Right. Yeah, that is an amazing accomplishment. That's right. You know, that's like a world title on its own. Good call. Yeah. Good call. Yeah. Yeah. Um, while you were kind of on the subject, so h- how does this work? I know I've talked about this on a few podcasts. We just touched on it a little while ago. Excuse me. One championship, one Friday fights, one on Amazon. And, and where, where do our winners go? So the winners of this tournament? They will be signed to one championship. So what you see on Friday night one is you will get guys that are signed to one. Right. A multi-fight contest. Sorry. So you're talking about Friday morning, right? Like for us? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, they call it Friday fight night. <laughs> right. So okay. the, the one you see every Friday, yep. they are, um, not all the fighters on there are signed to one. They're just on a one fight deal. What you have is, for example, you'll get a Friday night, like even Haggerty and Nongo mm-hmm. was on a Friday night, but those guys are signed to one championship. A lot of the other guys on one are just, they're in Thailand. I see. Yeah. Um, they're training at a gym and they get called by one, do you want to fight? It's a one fight deal. Okay. And if they okay. do well, they get called back. Sure. But they can fight on That's other promotions. That's your audition. That's it. But you can fight on other promotions. Huh. When you're signed to one, which is multi fight contract, deal contract, you will be, first of all, you're the, you're, under the contract of one championship, right? under the multi-fight deal, which means you're then paid the premium amount. The other guys that you see on a Friday nights are still proving themselves. Okay. For, exa- for example, Saxen. Right. He had four fights on Friday fight. Right. He wasn't signed to one. Right, yeah. Then he got signed to one on the multi-fight contract on his fourth fight, if you remember. It sure do. You can still get the performance bonuses, but his actual purse pay is lower than that of a multi-fight contract. Yikes. <laughs> yeah, poor guy. Well, not Obviously, anymore because he just signed it. I know, I was being sarcastic. He just signed, yeah, but he signed a, a, a five-fight or six-fight deal, and then he obviously just fought recently. And when a whole stadium chants your name like you know a Roman gladiator, it's nuts. You're gonna get signed. That that guy <laughs> is. Um, I've never seen a guy really destined for those rules. He is made mm. for those rules. Good call. One, two. I've never seen a guy take a beating like he can. Yep. When he fought Nathan Benden from UK. That's right. Nathan yep. put clinic on him. Yeah. First round. I thought, oh, he looked smaller. He was taking a body, body shot. Yeah. And you could see he was in pain. Yeah. He was taking low kicks. Yeah. I was like, this is going to be over. Yeah. And then grits his gum shield. That's it. And just, it's like the crowd give him the extra energy. Yeah. You hey. know, when people say that. Yeah. You go, okay, maybe. Yeah. Right? But that guy definitely, Clearly. the crowd behind him, and he gets pumped by it, right? That's awesome. Yeah. Yes. He's awesome, Saxon. Oh, really? he's the best. Yeah. He's the best. Now, have you seen his fight with uh, JP, uh, not JP, sorry, Nico Carrillo? Yes. Yes, yes I so did. Obviously, it was under the, with eight-ounce gloves, and it was in Ireland. Yeah. What Nico th- schooled him. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that fight overall? Like, that, what do you mean? Well, As in, he looked terrible. Saxon looked terrible. Is that yeah, Nico that or is that I mean. Saxon? I think the little gloves are really suiting him. The three right. rounds are really suiting him because he can grit his teeth and go for it for That's three true. rounds. Yeah, yeah. Even if I lose the first round, no problem. I can give you two hard That's rounds. Right. Two. And he can go for it. Three rounds. Under yeah. the Muay Thai with five rules, he's in his mid five rounds, sorry, he's in his mid 30s now. Yeah. It's very much harder to, to drive it, right? He's not as young anymore, but the three rounds just seem to suit him. Yeah, good yeah. call. Good Nico call. was amazing, though. Sure yeah. is. Like, Fight- he, he was amazing that night. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, hell, let's just stop for a quick sec. On the topic, man. Uh, Nongo, Nico Carrillo. Yeah. Well, um, my, I see, I can't do it, man. I, 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 I know Nico Carrillo, if he's not going to win, he, he will event. He will be who it looks like he's destined to be. But I just see, it looks like to me, everyone's writing off Nongo. I can't do it. I can't. I, I, I recognize what happened. <clears throat> I recognize what can happen, but I just can't do it quite yet. Uh, no. What's your thoughts? Um, I know, I'm sorry, I know, I know Carrillo did good against Monta, obviously, did great. Yeah. But I thought the fight before that, 
not as good. Like, I keep going back to that fight and thinking, I, I, I see him having a tough time with Nongo, but well, only I just as good think, as your last fight, right? Absolutely. I think Nico is too young, big, and hungry. Right? He's huge. Yeah, yeah. He's huge. Yeah, he's massive. And he's got a good coach and a good gym. Uh, he's on a crazy win streak before he signed for one. And that is going to, I think, is the difference. Yeah. It's like a 10, 11 year age gap between them. Yeah. I think Nico's mid 20s. Yeah. And Nongo's coming to the end, 37, I think. Yeah, mid 37, middle late. It, it is difficult because you, you've got to judge it by the last fight. And Nongo, he, he listened, I, I know for a fact that John said his leg hurt from a couple of kicks that Nongo gave to him. Oh, yeah. And then felt, I need to go yeah. straight away. Okay. And go for the knockout, and he got it. Yep. And it was weird. It was like all his age showed after he got up on his feet. And he looked old. That's a good way to it say it. It was weird. Yeah, that's a good way to say it. Um, it was like he was this sprightly young guy, even though he was like 35, whatever it was. Yeah. He got put down. He got up, and he just went old. Good call, yeah. And then what's really weird since, I've been watching all the training videos, and he doesn't look the same. That's my opinion. I hey, agree. I'm he, trying not to have that opinion. Hey, he I'm might trying. shock us because he's still going to be dangerous, right? Sure, he's, gonna, he's, he's, he's huge. Old. He's 350, 400 fights. Damn right. He's won everything that's possible for a human being in Muay Thai to win. Yeah. And he's amazingly skillful and he's amazingly dangerous. Uh, I wonder what the effects are after that big knockout are. For sure. for sure. I wonder if his body can take it like he used to. And I wonder if, if maybe taking another fight might be a better option. But these are ties. Yeah. You know, they're proud people. He's very experienced. He's probably going to take... I, I, I don't know. And I don't want to... Before I say this, I don't want to make sound this like a, I'm saying it wrong. I hope that he took Haggerty seriously. Right? And what I mean by that is, like, uh, it's not taking any away from John or Chris or nothing like that. Because I know that John, when he trains, he does three, four-month camps. <laughs> and he's a serious dude. Yeah. Right? And that, that guy trains like like a monster, hmm. right? A man possessed. Right. Did Nongo is the question. Right, right. And shortly after, because there was a succession of ties getting knocked out. That's right. By foreigners. Shortly after, I don't know if you saw the, the, the president owner of Fairtex criticizing Philip Wong. Mm -hmm. He's a great man, by the way. I've been on the wrong side of him once. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Once. Confusion, yeah. <laughs> this is 20 plus years ago <laughs> in Fairtex when I... I I didn't realize what was going on in the training session. I'd done my pads, did some sparring, and, uh, and one of the coaches went, okay, have showers." So I'm sure. So I went to the changing room. Well, that was a bit shorter lesson. Mm -hmm. And I come back out and he was pointing at me, you want to fight with Fairtex? You must clinch as well. And I was just sitting there in a bath towel. There's 50 people there. <laughs> I was just, okay. So I went back, got the shorts on and clinched. And never again, you know, I waited to see That's what was right. going on. Connect eyeballs. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I just, uh, yeah, Haggerty trains like a, a man possessed. And I, I wonder if Nongo has to change his training and not just do this three weeks. What Philip Wong was actually explaining was, is very simply, is before Ties was, were fighting every three to five weeks. Mm -hmm. So what they'd do is mm. they would fight, have three, four days off, and they don't go out and eat burgers and things like that. Right. The real Ties. I'm not talking about the island Ties. Right, right. But they... they Oh, I've just ate a bit more than usual, like extra fish or something, right. you know. And then they come back and then they train two weeks in general very hard and then they just cut weight for four or five days 
And then that's mm -hmm. how, because they're fighting every month. Right, right. So the mentality, I think, went into one championship, which is totally wrong. Because mm. the little gloves, you have to fight less. So if you're fighting three times a year, you have to train longer periods to keep your body in mm, shape. Yeah. You see the training methods change. So tires, I, I think they're changing now. They're starting to add more fitness yeah. to their game, yeah, right? Clearly. To keep their body fit while they're not fighting. Right. As well, call. before they would just go, oh, I'm not fighting. Ha <laughs> ha, I can relax. Right, right. You know, they're not no more. Right. You, keep, you stay in the gym, you keep training. Right. And when the fight comes, you don't just train the three weeks, you train the six, seven, right. eight weeks. Before. Especially with the gaps. Yeah. yeah. Gaps in between fights. Absolutely. Jeez, you think of that shit. Yeah. Dang. Yeah, you know. So that, I'm going uh, for Nico on it personally. I don't. Uh, I'm Nongo's cheering for Nongo because yeah, of that. Because it's Nongo. Nongo's a legend and he's come <laughs> to Calgary. His, his seminar was amazing. And he's a, he is an amazing person. He's a fantastic champion. Ten fights or something. Yeah. 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 As a, and he was great. <clears throat> I want to see Nico and John Haggy. Oh, yes. Right? Yes. And the only way it's going to happen is if Nico makes a statement against Nongo. If he makes a statement, there's potential that fight could happen. Right. That's maybe blow another up. fight afterwards, but right. whoever John fights next, and maybe in the summer of. If, it happens, uh, if they create a one championship in UK and those two guys fight each other. It's a real battle of Britain. That's a real. Man, and they both talk a mean game. Oh, yeah. You know? <laughs> That's a lot of oh, good yeah. the build up for that. Yeah. Good call. That's why. I would like that. Yeah. <laughs> Good yeah. call. There you go. Tiramisu, this guy, man. This layers, layers deep. Hey? Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Kieran Tiramisu Kettle. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's get back on this. So Cody and Daniel. Now we have Jake and Abdul, which which we talked about briefly. Yeah. Um, I've, I've said it before. Bull, Bull versus Matador. Um, very obvious who's who. Uh, in my opinion, I think round one will be telling. I have no idea what's going to happen. I know nothing. I just feel because Abdul's a strong, aggressive go-getter that he's going to push the pace right away. And, well, Jake will either learn quickly or won't, I guess, is how I see round one. Yep. Um, so I, 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 I can see it going the distance. I can see it not going the distance. But I think round one will be the complete story. I agree. I think if you look at that face-off that you did. Yep. They both studied each other, didn't they? They yep. both watched their fights. Yep, that's right. And you know they've been on YouTube watching their fights. Yep. And that that builds an interesting story to what's going to happen in the final. Um, and it's going to be, <clears throat> like I said, it's all about controlling your emotions. Yes. Control your emotions. Hold it in. Don't get too excited. It's touching there. The one championship contract is touching there. That's right. You know? But you have to concentrate on the fight game. And that is going to be, a, for all the finalists, by the way, but that's going to be the real big part of this final. It's about controlling those emotions and sticking to what you've got to do. Yeah, cool. All the stuff that happens, all the promotions that happens, <laughs> all the build-ups that happen. Me too. Check your emotions, Jay. Yeah, that relax. includes you too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can't talk. <laughs> relax, relax. Yeah, you got Vinny doing the talking. You'll be fine. Perfect. Yeah, you can talk for Britain, that guy. Perfect. Um, so... Uh, I think you are right. I think the first round is going to be hugely telling. Yeah. Absolutely telling. Um, like you said, uh, Abdul's very explosive. Uh, Jake can be, but he's more, he picks his, his shots. Yep. Uh, it's all about how how fast the first round is. Yeah. yeah, I agree. You know, and who can meet the line. That's right. Can you match me? Can you not? Right. Yeah? Yeah. So. And, you know, that good matchmaking line happened between... Uh, Abdul Haddad and Jake, like you could tell, right? Mm -hmm. That line kept getting pushed. It was yeah, brilliant. That was a brilliant. great fight. Great fight. Yeah. Um, now, because 
Abdul is, is your student. I understand if you're just going to say, nope. But do you have, when you talk about controlling emotions, between those two guys, do you think one of them needs to control them more than the other? Um, Both guys know. get pretty excited. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. Zone. I think I come from very different backgrounds. Yep. They're very different people, for sure. Um, however, the adversity is pretty much the same, you know, as in the, hmm. the lives they've had mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, why, and why they do fight sports. Right. You know? For completely different reasons. For completely different yeah. reasons. Right? Yeah, good call. And it's about whether they turn that adversity and what they've had into something special and whether they can control it. Right. Uh, like, you know, like I've said before, it's, it's very, very hard, even as a coach and a former fighter myself. I can be, as, when I was competing, I could be as cool as you like. And then I'd be sitting there on the bench and all of a sudden I get this mass nerve right. that goes through me. And it's like, oh, I don't know what to do. All right. Luckily, I had some great coaches over the years who could see this mannerism and raise my game a bit. You know, it's the mm. devil here just saying, oh. You know, mm. what if he does this? And it's funny what your, your brain says just before you're going out to fight. Yeah, yeah. And then sometimes you'll ask, speak to the coach and the coach cheers you up. That's what the coach is there for, right? right? As right. well as all the other things, but one of the last minute things. So it's all about on the day and the strength of not just the actual competitor, but how they can deal with it all, whether they can control it, you yeah. know? Whether that devil's there, Fuck you, devil. Yep. You know, I'm listening to this guy. Yep. I believe in this. Yep. And it's yep. all, I've said it from the beginning. The whole tournament, everyone in the tournament, it's who wants it the most. Forget about all the previous fights. Right. You've got to forget all them. That's right. right? It doesn't matter who's more experienced or not. Yep. Right? It's who wants it the most. That's right. On, the, that's on the day. Yeah. On the day. Yeah. Who wants it the most. Nice. And, and if you can control that, then I think we're going to see three extremely talented winners that are going to mature overnight. Agreed. Yeah, right? good call. Yeah, this yeah. is a big thing. Yeah. This is the, the reason why like you're going back to about the Friday fight night. Mm-hmm. Technically, any of the guys that first entered, uh, all the eight-man tournament, eight-woman eight tournament, they could have all paid a ticket to Thailand, trained in the gym for a few months, and may have had a call to fight on a Friday fight night. Right. Remember, right. it's lower purses, all of that. Right, one-shot deal. Right? Yeah. But for me, this is a better system. Because you're fighting three times before you get into one championship. Right. Now we've got some experience. Right. right? The system, the now gloves, we've got the, the weight cut. challenge. Now we've got like you're fighting at your home crowd or you're fighting on away territory. Yeah. Whatever it may be. Yeah. Right. You've got that experience before you actually go into the, the one championship. Right. Yeah. Right? Good, good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a much better system. Yes. Agreed. Much better format. So I think including Daniel Code, including Morgan and Taylor, it's who, who's going to want it the most. You know? Yep. And, you know, some of, the, some of the people's records on there are amazing. You bet. You know, like Taylor's record's Daniel, crazy. 55 yep. and yeah, 50, 5 or something? Yeah, and 6 something or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. crazy. But incredible record. doesn't matter. That's right. It doesn't matter at all. It's all about that one fight. That's right. The one fight. That's all that matters. Right. And whoever wins, it doesn't matter about the last 55 fights. Let's just do an example. Whoever wins, that's the one fight that matters. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, you're right, hey? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next Great. weekend. That's wild. <laughs> um, okay, and then we'll move on. Uh, we just mentioned it. Uh, Taylor McClatchy and Morgan Pulio. Um, I think, I know they have a little bit of history. They're, they're both from the East. Yeah. Uh, I think this has the, the most interesting matchup between the three for the, for the finals. Okay. Yeah. Uh, 
I, I did some homework, and I, I, I can see that I think the, uh, the four-ounce gloves fit Morgan. Okay. However, I also think they fit Taylor. <laughs> because now she can clinch a lot, lot easier, That's right? That's true with the hands. That's right, right and pummel and, and, and change hand position. So uh, I think it'll be a battle of, just my opinion, Morgan trying to find her hands, but that range of what then Taylor wants to clinch, I think that's going to be the battle. Yep. So um, I, I think that we, we already have a very good example. And again, they came in, uh, in a unique way. I, I sat commentated with one as they watched the other, and then we switched in the semifinals, and now they're finally fighting each other. So pretty unique. But... Uh, I, I, I've been following them. I really like where this fight's going. I really like both ladies. I like both camps. And uh, like I'm excited that they're a representative for Canada going to one championship. Oh, yeah. I think uh, the girls' division in one championship is really hotted up. I think it's been... Uh, you, you've seen some real names come through. A couple of Thai girls as well. Oh, the well. past year, hey? Yeah. 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 Some of the Thai girls have been good too. Yeah. Um, and I've always said it, by the way. In the past, I've always said the foreign girls have always been better than the Thai girls. That's my general... Opinion yep. of that. Yep. Uh, a lot of the time, it's because the rules at the time in Thailand over the last 10, 15 years, they didn't allow women in certain gyms training, right. including foreign girls. It was just men-only gyms because yep. of the distractions and whatever. Right. Uh, that's really changed. Yeah. Starting to see a couple of Thai girls come through. Yeah. Um, and I think Stamp was a, the forerunner in that. That's and right. She's been a representative. Definitely. You can change your life. Uh, completely, and I think other Thai girls are watching it, and they're starting to train just like the men. That's right. So we're seeing a, an increased level. Yes, which is great because we want more competition. Matter of fact, it was uh, it was Jesse from uh, Platinum Training Facility out in Toronto when they were out there with Michael Fitzpatrick, and he said every time I was in the gym, Stamp was training. Yeah. Every time, if I went pee, Stamp was training. If yep. I went to go get my shoes, like she was always there training. Yeah. Crazy. I don't think she's naturally gifted. Right? Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, Stamp, but I think she has the will to win. Yeah, right. No just the will hey. to win, and she bites on a gum shield and she goes for you. That's right. You know, and she makes a show of it too. That's right. That's which right. Is fantastic. Yes. Yes. <clears throat> um, so that's what I like about her, and she improves all the time. Yeah. 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 You look at her from the beginning; it's it's not the same girl. It's a different girl. That's right. It's a stronger girl, more powerful girl, better IQ. Good call. She's listening. Yeah. She's in the gym because one championship has changed her life. That's right. If she was fighting on just a standard show, you don't even know. Go about through her. the motions. Yeah. 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 Going through the motions. This is like I can get bonuses. You yeah. know, I can buy land for my parents. I can yeah. give them money. I can, you know, these. Yeah. You'll, you'll do another 5K. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. <clears throat> um, which no one could do before. Right. So now you've seen an improvement in her. So she's really turned into a superstar. Yeah, you know, a so real superstar. Good. Yeah, oh, good yeah. call. Uh, what's your thoughts on this fight, Taylor and Morgan? Well, uh, exactly what you said, yes. I think, again, it's, it's got to be a clever tactic because yeah, Morgan's got to fight a little bit different. She can't be the bulldozer. Because you'll get Venus yep. fly traps. That's right. And she'll get you. And she's so strong in a clinch. Yes. And, and you know that she works on it every day. Yep. That's her game. Oh, yeah. yeah. Even when she's doing boxing pads, it's into the clinch. Yep. She's very, very strong. Yeah. We know that. So it'd be interesting if she, if Morgan moves more than normal and tries to pick shots. She's got a lot of power. Right. Yep. She's got three rounds to do it. That's right. Taylor is, she will obviously look for the clinch. It's her game. Already won in have, versus Morgan. Sorry? She's already beat Morgan. She's already beat Morgan, but it doesn't matter. That's true. It's all about this oh, that's fight. one fight. <laughs> you know, we've got to look at, if you look at uh, Kachego and um, uh, Jay in the semifinals. Yep. Right. What was his name? Uh, Jason was, Hines. Jason Hines. Yep. He beat him three times before. Right. That's yeah? right. It doesn't matter no more, does it? That's right. And guess who won the fourth one was 
Kachego and three ones before were Jay. That's right. But who would you, what would you rather win of the four? That one. Of course. Yeah. Right? You see, so it right. doesn't matter. That's right. Yeah, so yeah. it doesn't matter. I don't think, I don't think it's even going to fuss Morgan at all. I don't think it's yeah. even going to play in her mind. Okay. Personally. I think they're very confident. I think they're training extremely hard, and so is Taylor. Uh, we know what Taylor can do. I think she's going to have to, not aside from the clinch, which we know is her strong point, she's also going to have to, before she gets into that, she's going to have to use her range more than ever. Yes. And not just swamp in. Right. So if you do go in, you're going to get uppercutted, hooked. Yeah. And Morgan has good footwork. Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, so Taylor's got to have a... She's got a great chin anyway, but she's got willing to accept that one. But she's also got to do a little bit more Muay Thai. She's got to use a mm. range with a jab, use a body kick, use a high kick, use right. that height. Tall, use long. that teep yeah. as yeah. well. Yeah. Not just be the one trying to go forward and be with the, the long yeah. pinch and knees. It was hard against her last fight against Vic Bogdan because she was pretty tall as well. That's right. Yeah. Big girl. So it was a bit like um, Taylor had to make it ugly to win. That's right. But she did it. That's right. So that was yeah. good. And Vic so, was coming forward hard too. She yeah, wanted, yeah. You know, same, same but Vic position. doesn't have the hands of what Morgan yeah. has. So it's a little bit of a different style. So it's a real, real, uh, it's an intriguing one. Let's put it that way. Agreed. Yep. Um, but the, the truth is, whoever gets a hand raise, I'm not going to be surprised. Yeah. You see, yeah, I see Taylor you wins, I go, yeah. Yep. Morgan wins, I go, yeah. Yeah. I'm I not going to be mean. shocked. That's right. I just think the fight's going to be amazing. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. So. Yep. Yep. I agree. I keep reminding myself these are not regular fights next weekend. These aren't the semifinals. Like, like it's going to be wild, man. It's gone quick, though, isn't it? it it's crazy. I, I had a little bit of depression after the last one. I'm like, oh, i got to wait five months to do it again. Well, you're going to have to go, what's next after this one? Bam, I have even more depression. No kidding, hey? Yeah, yeah no kidding. So I'm curious. So the, I, I don't know if this is a plan or if, you're, if you can let any of this out, but sure. the night, it, it's over. We have our three winners. Like, like literally, what happens next? Do we, do we go home? Do we... Well, the, so we are going to do... Um, so if, if you want to see. If no, I'm going to say it. So the Gregor Casino, if people know it, I've never been there. <laughs> <laughs> um, afterwards, this week. they have like bands playing and they have this big stage set. We're actually going to do, and you don't even know it yet. Okay. I sort of forgot to tell you. Oh. I'm going to tell you now. Oh. Um, afterwards, we're going to get all the winners up on the stage, which is above the bar. I'm going to have like a small after party where everyone can celebrate the three winners. Nice. And you're going to grab a mic and just have a 10-minute talk with them all. Oh, beauty. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know if you've been to the Grey Eagle there sure. or not. There's the bar there and you see a stage above it yep. and it overlooks the bar, but it overlooks the whole of the casino. That's it's right. a great place. I've actually done podcasts there before, but it's where the bands play. The bands are going to have a 30-minute intermission. Okay. Oh, okay. And the winners are going to go up there and celebrate hard. Nice. Right? So no no then, liquor until uh, you get down from there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, and then uh, of course it's um, the contracts will be waiting for them, dude. Shortly after, crazy. Eh? So yeah. they're, they're physically gonna are they gonna be there? No, no. Okay, no, I was curious. We'll do it to the week after. Of course, yeah. of course. Yeah, everyone's all sweaty and disgusting. Well, yeah. I mean, and the other thing as well is you need to read the contracts. Of too, course, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> I'll just sign it. Ah, beer. Yeah, Give me a yeah, pen. Sign it. I'll sign it twice. Yeah, yeah. It's hundred thousand dollars, but you got to do a hundred thousand fights. <laughs> <laughs> just sign it. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, man, that's wild. So do we know, do you know approximately when, I guess, injuries and stuff might take yeah. place, but approximately when their first fight would be? Well, the beauty is now to actually when we first started the, the announcement of the tournament, which was, you know, in uh, October of last ago. year, yep. Yeah, yep. Um, was they didn't have the Friday fight nights. <laughs> they didn't have the Friday fight nights, right? They didn't have the weekly shows then. 
Is that it was just they had like a show, you know, once every couple of weeks, and it was big. Now they do, they're now they've got like sixty shows a year. That's or not so. even a year old, eh? No. Oh, I didn't realize. No, it that. started in January, didn't it? Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so if you think about it now, there's more opportunities. Right. So injury free. Every Friday. Um, as I've said, and I did on a podcast uh, last week, is the three winners, uh, aside from the contract of one championship, um, MTWC myself really will be looking after them as well. Yeah. So makes sense. Yeah. Um, it's not like an exclusive management in any way at all. Mm. It's just uh, the fights in one championship, MTWC will be that management of it. Makes sense. I'll go back to a story with Danny Rodriguez, the, uh, the Rajadam Nurm champion. Yep. Two years ago, 18 months ago, he's a big star, as you know, Rajadam Nurm champion. Yes. He got offered to sign for one. First fight, they wanted him to fight Tabachai. And he said, no, yeah. <laughs> I want to wait. Smart. Yeah, but you know, he's 23 at the time. Smart, yeah, for a young man. 25, 26. He says, I can do that later on. Mm. So he said, no. So I don't want, even if you're on the sidelines waiting a bit, you to take a stupid fight. Yes. I'm not saying, by the way, their coaches aren't educated to know that. Right. It's just that I've been in the game a long time. This third show will be, we've spent nearly $300,000 on this tournament, a lot of money. And it's uh, a deal that I've actually been working on for two and a half years prior to that road to one. It's been a long time kind right. of COVID ruined it all. Of course. Right? Yeah. So the deal came about, it was a hard deal to get, but we got it. And I really wanted to showcase Canada. That's why we've done three tournaments. All the other countries have only done ones, one tournament. Mm, good call. We've done three. Yep. I wanted to make it spectacular. Right. So that's one of the reasons. And the other thing as well is, which is really good uh, about one championship, they will let you fight on other promotions mm. if it's tied to your management team. Okay. So uh-huh. for example, for example, if there's something not available for a few months, but you want to stay active, you can fight on Muay Thai World Cup. Right. No issues at all. Nice. You can fight on the one championship rules if you want. Cool. Uh, no, no worries, right? Is that going to be something you continue going forward? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, why not? Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So I can do that, right? If, the, if, if it keeps people active. Right? right. Sure. But if they get the, the right fight and they win spectacular fashion, they get a great bonus... And they get all the, the media presence and all the social media push and likes and re- yep. replies and you name it, whatever yep. it is, all the interviews. Then the likelihood is one will call them up quite regularly. Right. And we'll get lots of offers and challenges. Nice. Right. Yep. yep. So, nice. yeah, you've signed for one, but now the challenge really begins. That's right. right? That's you know? right. So, but there's a lot to it. I, I, like I said, uh, we have to accept no matter what, all the three winners are still going to be very, very fresh and green mm. going into one championship. Mm-hmm. And what I mean is the occasion. The Grey yeah. Eagle's great. We have 2,000 people there. But you're going to go into a stadium that's five, six, seven thousand. 7,000, yep. camera after camera on you. Yep. Right? You have to yep. get used to this. Yep. Right? And I'm not going to... I, I, I wouldn't, as a coach, as a person, as a human being, actually, saying that, I wouldn't put you in against a fight that's ridiculously against your odds. I'm not doing that. Sure. Yep. It's not happening. Yep, I got you. Right? You're going to get hurt um, and... You might not even want to do it again afterwards. Right. It's not happening. Yeah. Right. It's got to be fair. Yep. I agree. Um, oh, man. I, I just had that in my head. Who were we just talking about? Uh, oh, 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 Asa Tenpal. There was a great example. So he fought Medi's at two yep. in, in, and got his orbital uh, broken, whatever that can happen to anybody. But it was after that on, on Instagram, he said, I can honestly tell you the moment got me. I didn't think it would. Everybody told me, watch out for the moment. And I was like, no problem, man. And he said, it got me. The moment mm. got me. And he's fought in glory too, don't forget. Right. So he's fought, he's fought my Muay Thai Grand Prix show too. Nice. Um, 
And now look at him since. He's grown with it. Yeah, he's figured it out. It, it happens. Yeah. You've got time. Plus, the other thing as well is because fighters are having less fights, even the ties coming through, not the legends, like mm -hmm. long ago, the ones before having less fights, yes. your career can last longer. Right. So don't think, oh, I'm 28. I need to have a fight now. Oh, I haven't got long left. You have. You can go into 35, 36, 37 if you look after yourself properly, if you have the right fights. Right. Right? Because these now are the, the fights that can really change your life financially as well. Yes. Yes. Right? yes there's opportunities right. from it. Yeah. Sponsorships, seminars. That's right. All these sort of things all, can yep. come with it. Yeah, yep. that, that's beyond the actual competition of the game. That's right. That's right. And really now is, is just as much, a, I mean, I'm being slightly sarcastic, but almost as much part of the game is fighting now, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it is now. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's crazy. It's, totally. Um, okay, and then we have a big bad title fight as well, man. Mark oh, McKinnon, yeah. Chip Mraza pollard rematch from a line fight. Ooh. Rematch, world title. Um, oh, yeah, line fights in spot water right now, but whatever. That's another topic. Um, uh, I got to watch that fight. It was close enough to me that I did think Mark won. I wasn't sure if I was being a fan. I, I, like, I get it. I, I, so do you know training, because you're Mark's trainer, has this, is this something that's like under his skin this no. whole time? No? No. No, he's not that kind of guy, I guess, No, is he? he's not. Um, so his fight happened, I think, the month I arrived into Canada, right? No, I arrived a month after. That fight happened, yeah. yeah? Yeah, about that, yeah. So five and a half years ago-ish. Yeah. Um, I managed to get some clips of it because I couldn't find it anywhere. Right. Right? And, you know, I saw the reverse elbow knockdown that wasn't a knockdown. Right. All of that. Yep. Technically, you know. Yep. Um, so it was always like a, a fight that I wanted to do, but he was under contract before with Lion Fight. Mm -hmm. So it was a fight I couldn't do. Uh, Lion Fight blocked everything on that at the time. So whatever. Yep. And he was getting paid, or was he? Um, <laughs> I'm getting there in there. Um, quite nice money, so, you know, whatever. Then I, I noticed that he was contract-free, and I thought, hmm, this would be a really good fight for Mark. Yep. You know, both the same age, mid-30s. Yep. Um, both the same sort of build, size. Yep. Proper technicians. Great technical guys. Yep. What a great fight this is. Agreed. You yep. know, I think, you know, we, we have to go back. To obviously Mark's last fight, mm -hmm. um, where he got stopped with a head kick. Yep. Okay, no problem. How do you rebuild from that? Right. Uh, we don't just give him a, a, a person to fall over. I'm not that type of person. Right. Mark's not that type of person. Right. I couldn't go to bed at night. I got given someone I just knocked out in 10 seconds. It's right. It's not what's going to happen. No, okay. It's not what's going to happen. Good. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, you know. But ha uh, happens often? Yeah, yeah, it does. But, you know, Chip's a legit guy. Yes. He, he won the lion fight and defended it 10 times or something yeah. like this. Proper um, camp. Sit your tongue, you know, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, not real nice guy, too. Yep. By the way, I haven't met him, but that's he I've, I've only Moito heard good Grand stories Prix before, right? Oh, okay. Um, oh, right, you just said that, yeah. We yeah. did a Muay Thai Grand Prix, no, that was Asa. We had, we had, a oh, right, Jesus, too. right. So, we had and we had a Muay Thai Grand Prix versus Lion Fight at the time. Oh, yeah, yeah, our winners yeah. would go on Lion Fight, and then we had in Lion Fight, Muay Thai Grand Prix, all these sort of mixed things that we yep. did. So, Chip was there, and Chip was very, very nice guy, he moves very well. Um, and I think it's going to be a fantastic fight. I think it could be underdog, actually. Yeah? For the fight of the night. Yeah, sure. because it's two guys, right, that we have to accept this. It's two guys where um, they've still got some juice left. Yes. They both have. But what's their direction after this fight? Right, if, if they lose. Right. 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 
Right. So there's a lot on the line for them too. Sure. You know? You're right. You're right. Uh, I, I believe Mark can beat um, the blade. Yep. Gerardo Atti. Uh, Gerardo Atti. Yep. I do. I think it's just that weight. He got caught. These things happen. Mm -hmm. He made a mistake. He tried to grab what he thought was a body kick. He turned up to a head kick. Yep. Great skills by Atti. Yep. Hats off to that guy. Uh, I still think he can beat him. But you can't, I wouldn't want to put him straight back in there. Sure. And, and to be honest with you, he's very busy and active himself. Yes. Mark needs another fight or two to potentially get back into that yes. title. Right. So is this his, if he wins, he'd be the two-time cruiserweight WBC? Correct. Yeah. So what goes on, just so people know with it, technically it's vacant. Okay. Right, technically. Yeah. So what happens is when you go from an international belt, even if you went from Canadian to international, you vacate the one below you mm -hmm. to go up. Right. All right. So that's what happened. So he got vacated the international because he went for the world title. He lost the world title attempt and then his title got vacant. Right. So he's going for it again as such. Hmm. All right. I like that idea. Yeah, I, I feel it's too easy if you get to lose and keep your title. Yeah. Like you're going to have to give it up. And like, yeah. I, I like that idea. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. You know, so. I didn't know that, to be honest. I wasn't sure, like, do you have to give it up? Or if you lose, are you still the champ? If you win, it's vacated. I, I didn't mm. know. So. No, no. I, and, you know, to be honest with you, that division is pretty inactive. Yes. But not in North America. There's a ton of guys that wait. If you've noticed, cruiserweight guys, there's yes. quite a few. Yes, you're right. Uh, you know, between 100, because the division's really big. Yes. 179 pounds to 200 pounds. Yeah. yeah. Pretty big. A lot of big dudes in there. Yeah, I tried to make a division in between. Makes sense. Um, but there isn't enough fighters. Is that right? Hey? Yeah. Maybe in time there will be. We'll see. Right. Hmm. Um, any, any, I mean, I don't want to say predictions, but. We've got, we got a great game plan for Mark. Yeah. Um, the training has been totally different to what we trained like before. He's still, he's still a fucking monster. He's There's no denying that. Yeah. Um, we've just changed a little bit to his game hmm. where yeah of course we'll we if the finish is there we'll go for the finish mark can do that of any part of his body mm -hmm. he's always been able to do that um if the opportunity is there but we do know that chip is very experienced and knows how to have gaps how to move how to avoid things yep so we've also played the game of the fitness game too right so this camp has been very long mm. um if it does go five rounds too we're prepared for five rounds yeah yeah nice yeah. Yeah. Chips in. Is he still in Thailand? Are you happen to know? Yeah, he's in yeah. Thailand. He must yeah. have come back pretty quick. He'd be imagine. coming back pretty soon. He's yeah. probably coming back and probably jump ship straight over to, to Canada straight away. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Can't wait to. Yeah. Both guys are good. That's going to be a good, good yeah. proper fight. And, and again, that would be a main event on any other night. Oh, you know? yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Moving down to uh, the profession, some of the professional fights here. Um, Quinn Waslick um, lost to our, my, our man Cody Jerome in the semifinals, fighting Lee Walton, who has experience with Jake Peacock. Yes. Recently moved to Canada here. Lee he moved to Canada, I think, about a year ago. Oh, okay. Or so, and he, he, maybe longer. Okay. And he's a coach at Adrian's Gym, Woods High Academy up in Vancouver. Shout out to those guys. And they're creating loads of waves. It's crazy. Patch there and Fast. things like that. Yeah. So Adrian's always, oh, I've got these guys, got these guys, got these guys. And the opportunity hasn't come about. I just couldn't get them to. And I was like, this could be good. Right. You know, yeah. yeah. You find your coach's ex fighter, you know, he's fought your coach before. That's right. Uh, Lee's obviously. Moved camp. He's gone to Muay Thai Academy. And he's moving around with Petch every day, so he's going to be improved. Yep. That's for sure. When he fought Jake, he's definitely thicker than a snicker since then. He's put some size oh, on him. Oh, yeah. yeah. Got, got yeah, thick, yeah. yeah. Got big. For yeah. sure. Yeah. So, interesting fight, you know. Just uh, a fun fight, I think. Agreed. Yeah. Um, a good fight for Quinn. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Five rounds? Yeah. 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 My, I'm wondering if it'll just be good for Quinn, because we've seen him now a few times. Like, l let me get back to... What I know best, right? Yeah, the five yeah, rounds, but get him, yeah, regular but also gloves. Getting some experience, but, but you know, also for Lee, because he's been 
Or Adrian's like, oh, put Leon, put Leon, put Leon. I haven't been able to, it's just the opportunity's been missed. Yep. So now he's got a chance to shine. So it's also, okay, you live on Canadian soil now, you win this, then maybe there's some other fights for you. Right. At that weight, he's at a good weight. So. Yeah, yeah, that's right, that's yeah. right, yeah. Um, Tyson Green, Deval Garvey, rematch. From... Let's not talk about the first fight, okay? Just so you know, everyone knows, I've bought four ropes, right? <laughs> New ropes. Um, <laughs> okay, good. Because they snapped, and yeah. at my white collar show, they snapped. Too. So, so I hear. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Um, uh, so we bought four new ropes shipped from the UK. Okay. Uh, Nash Kashwal has actually bring them over. You, you know, sure Nash? do. Yep. Nash is going to be the official for the WBC cruiserweight title fight. Beauty. So, actually, Nash doesn't even know this, but he's got. To take extra luggage he has to do it all the time he hates me for it <laughs> so he's got an extra i don't know 50 pounds of, of rope to bring over on the plane <laughs> yeah so anyway um that was the first fight as you know the rope snapped what actually happened out the back if people don't know was um even though tyson's very experienced and he is game as anything come on he's game there's don't i don't want to hear anyone say oh he was scared it's not the case should have been born in feudal japan 100 percent yeah the facts are he went out the back and he just went cold and yep. he couldn't get warm again. Yep. I get it, the ups and downs, ups and downs, ups and downs. Yep. And he just said to the coach, I just can't, it's weird. Like sure. the 20 minute gap. Yeah. He had that yeah. adrenaline, big dump, and he yeah. couldn't raise it again. Agreed. I, I just I, went, oh, we'll make the fight again. Yeah. His alpha was the promotions, the, ro the rope snapped. Yep. Too bad. Yep. Sorry, Deval, you still get paid. Sorry, Tyson, you still get paid. Yep. Just to make a, a rematch, they both agreed, and now here we are. And I know there was a little bit of kerfuffle from it. Like, I, I did hear a few people, um, you know, like, that should have been a TKO. And I, I hear you, but um, I agree with the decision. It, the reality, in my opinion, the reality is it's a shitty situation. Whoops. Let's try next time. Yeah. So off we so, go. Yep, yeah. Yep, it is. And, and perfect. So I, I thought that was the best call, the right call. You know, like, I talked about, like, if you scored round one, let, uh, I don't know, just pick somebody, Tyson. Let's say Tyson got round one. And now you're back and you're cold. Now you got to fight two more rounds. But is that guy up ahead now, or do you start again? Like, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like it's weird. So yeah. right decision. So I'm yeah, glad yeah. that they get to do it again. Yeah, I like both guys. Um, all right, Omar Almapta versus Dylan Stone. So yep. I, I've got to commentate Dylan a few times. Yes, see him around. Good young man. Is he still teacher? Yeah, is he still awesome? Oh, yeah. Good, good, good. Uh, now Omar is from WTM. Yes, awesome. Okay, so Omar's Calgary. like tricky. That Taekwondo kind of I think right. Spin taekwondo, kick. yeah. He, he changes his stance quite a lot. Yep. Yep. Tall, rangy, um, nice guy too. Yeah. Uh, Dylan has improved mm -hmm. a lot. He won the WBC Nationals nice, uh, earlier yeah. this year. Three fights in the space of an hour. Oh, jeez. Won them all. Had a boy. Yeah, nice. good for him. Yeah. Uh, and had hard fights to get to today. Like, yeah, you know, he's had yeah, hard yeah, he's had some hard fights. Yeah. And he's just rebuilt himself, right? Good boy. And he, he's learning. Uh, he's. Uh, I train him a couple of times a week. Kyle trains him a couple of times a week. Francois trains him a few times a week. And he's adapting well. He trains hard. He's early for sessions. One of those guys, you know. That's how early it is. Early for sessions. He's eager. Sometimes too eager. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, he's young and hungry. And um, he, he's rebuilt himself back in the last two years by wanting it. Perfect. Yeah? Wanting to improve. Nice. Wanting to get better. So, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a good fight. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Both camps, obviously, you, Dylan, and, and WTM. You know, awesome. Yeah. Awesome camp. Oh, yeah. Calgary versus Calgary. Uh uh, now I might have this wrong. So I have Hayden Sneesby. Is that right? That fight's off. Moving on. <laughs> Mac, I don't know how to say this last name. Goo? 
Yeah, Matt Goo. Matt Goo, okay, yeah. versus uh, Eric Thankachin from Calgary here. Well, I'm glad Eric's on. Right? Hell because yeah. I've waited for years for Eric. Yeah. Right? Um, <laughs> I always message him, and then he had surgery on his knee, I think. Yeah, ACL. He had one of you had, actually. Yep. Then he had another injury, and then I saw him two years ago, and he was, what, he's only quite short, isn't he? 5'3". Yep. yep, probably. He was six that. foot wide. And right, I was right. like, come on, man. <laughs> come on, man. I want you to fight him on my shows. He's such a nice guy. Yeah. Very supportive. Yeah, he's awesome. And he's got himself back in shape. Uh, he's a local guy. He's been around for years. Yep. Karate um, man. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Karate man. <laughs> Bleed from the inside. That's it. Right? <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm really happy that he's he's got an appearance on Muay Thai World Cup. Because I'm not joking. Since my first ever show, I've tried to get him on. Is that right? So we're at 12.30 and in now. So Nice. Yeah. Nice. And uh, uh, if there's anything I really like that the podcast has done is I've made friends from the podcast. Eric's one of them. So shout out to you, Eric, buddy. Yep. I can't cheer for you because I'm not allowed, but I'll commentate your fight. <laughs> I don't know much about his opponent. All I do know is that gym breeds him tough. What gym? I so couldn't find Winni anything. Yeah, it's Winnipeg. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Double Dragon? Um, yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah perfect. Um, well, I, I, I personally know that from watching those fights that Double Dragon, man, they're, they're heavy-handed. They, they love their hands. Boxing, boxing, boxing. So Yeah, Trish, uh, Trish Sammons, is it? Trish Sam Sammons is, is part of that. I couldn't even tell you. Yeah. So they have, uh, they've got a few on actually. Yeah, 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 yeah. Speaking of which, might as well get to it. It was uh, Caleb, right? Caleb Dawson? Yeah. I've seen him fight quite a few times well, as well. Well, he fought around. Daniel, who's also on the card, and Becca. Right, okay. On the okay. WTM yes. show. And Daniel was, oh, yes, Daniel yes. was way incredibly skillful for two rounds. And he started to gas in third round. Right. And then Caleb just kept coming forward. Yes. I yeah. was like, whoa, what's this boy made of? Like a zombie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah he just, he left it too late, right? Yeah. Yep. So, uh, yeah. Um, speaking of which, we also, so I did see that. Caleb Dawson, Winnipeg here we go. kickboxing. That's right. That's what it is. Okay. From, yeah, uh, yeah Winnipeg. Um, the other one I was taking a peek at here. Jarek, section versus Juan Pablo Salazar. Yep. Um, interesting matchup. I, I assume this is going to be a bit of a, a bull versus Matador style matchup. Maybe. I think uh, like Jarek is a very strong guy. Yeah. Very strong guy. Bolo Young. He looks like... You know, Chong Lee from Bloodsport. <laughs> yeah, you are next. <laughs> it's all right. right? <laughs> yeah. I literally have that sentence right there. Oh, you do? Where? That's, oh, yeah, so you do. You are next. Yeah, yeah I literally without the T. Next. Next. <laughs> um, I've never seen that before. Um, and it annoys me that I haven't seen it because I'm quite into details, right? Right, right. Anyway, so that annoys me. It so annoys my wife. I'm going to be at night tonight. Oh, God, that everybody sees it. nipples on my arm. It annoys my wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the chest of follow. Um Sorry, so, Jerick. <laughs> yeah, back to Jerick. So Jerick Bolo Yum is um, no, he's um, a nice boxer, good style. Um, he beat Jay Davis actually That's right. in the nationals. He really pulled it back, and you know, was very heavy-handed. JP has been a bit up and down. As mm -hmm. I'm not going to lie to you. Yep. Um, when he came initially over from Montreal during the COVID period, he was 240 pounds. Right, 240 pounds. And he has had trouble with weight, mm. right, obviously. He's only short, like 5'8 or yep. something, but he's yep. come down in weight. Mm. And a lot, a lot of the time to do with his weight was a lot to do with his like, mental game too, okay. where he had skills. He's really skillful, like incredibly skillful. I Never hear. been Thailand, nothing, right? Yeah. Just incredibly skillful. Crazy. Has some flash ways about him too. Um, but the issue was with him was, is it was his mental game. All right, so we've had to raise his mental game up. And he has improved, regardless of he's had a couple of losses on the last Motor World Cups, he's improved mentally. Right. 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 And we've had to find a weight for him that works, a weight for him that's comfortable, um, and bringing him down. 
and he's fighting at 155. He's only five pounds over now. Okay. Right? So we're happy about yeah, that, right? Fine. Yeah. And but if you look at where he's come from in two years, it's been an incredible mental awesome. battle that he's winning. Nice. Right? Okay. And that's why I'm, I'm liking to see him. And, and, and now he's very, very comfortable in the gym. Awesome. He's, uh, he's putting the effort in now. It's very, listen, like, I know it, right? When you start putting on a lot of pudding, right, and a lot of weight, your motivation goes down. Sure. And then to lose it, those first few weeks, those yeah. first few months of training is the hardest. Yeah. Because you're like, ugh. Yeah. Everyone's ugh. doing push-ups more than you. Yeah, <laughs> just the general <laughs> yeah. things. The snap yeah. in your jab isn't the same. You get hit more than, oh, what the fuck? Yeah. Yep. You know? And you've got to get over all of that. That's it. And that's what he's had to do for a long time. Right? But now he's really firing on all cylinders. Nice. And right. um, Such a breath, though, if you can get past that, right? Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Man, and, and, world's your oyster. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, but, you know... Um, Good fight between these two. Yeah, uh, yeah. A real clash of styles, like you said. Great, yeah. yeah. Matt Doerr on the ball. And uh, it's, it's going to be a real interesting one. And I think both guys are going to be... Like, Jerick is always a very positive guy, right? Yes, yeah. And he comes from a fantastic gym with Trevor Absolutely and Absolutely love Team Smadage. Who are just too nice. Too right? nice. <laughs> They're too nice. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so he'll, he'll, he'll definitely be up on A level, that's for sure. And I think JP, we're going to see his best too. So it's going to be a good, good fight. Nice, yeah. nice. Uh, and then you also said... Uh, Daniel Mbaka and Tim Harrisy, is I got that yeah, right? Harassi, yeah, Harassi. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't have anything on, on Tim. Where's, where's well, Tim from? Well, Tim actually, I don't know if he's fought recently, but he fought in a tournament several years ago and fought Umid from my gym. Is also on the card, right? Uh, in a tournament, Umid beat him. He's a big, thick-set guy. He was at the Liam Harrison seminar. Okay. Yeah, it came down with uh, Teresa. Okay. Yeah. Certainly. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, they're both big guys, man. They're like two oh fives or something. Huge. Daniel's 6'5". Six, six, I think Tim's five. probably 6'2", six, 6'3". Six, I don't know. You're going to have just, to put up an extra rope to keep him in. Yeah, yeah. Before you're bringing. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> it's too late. I've ordered them. Um, so, yeah, like, just I, listen. I will always say this. I love, don't get me wrong, technical side of things. And I've had some amazing champions over the years. Come and go, whatever. I just love heavyweights. <laughs> yeah? I love them. I love the K1 days of heavyweights. Good, yeah, I love the yeah. freak shows of K1. I love the <laughs> glory heavyweights of Rico Verhoeven. They're technically not as good as some of the middleweights. Right. We all know that. Yep. But we're just waiting for a knockout. Right. <laughs> a know? big one. Yeah. Same with boxing. We're like, yeah, when's that's it going right. to come? Like, you know, <laughs> I love heavyweights, right? That really? The K1 hey? days of eight-man tournaments, you know, yep. they were my favorite tournaments ever. Yep. Yep. Ever. I used to watch those things on December 2nd, 3rd, wherever they were. And it was like my Christmas. That's my start of my Christmas. The K1's on. <laughs> That's it. And I'd be watching it like that on HDNet, if you remember. Yep, sure do. And I'd be streaming in and watching the eight-man and uh, and the production and how they built stories up. Then you got to know the people like Semi Shilt and yep. Peter Arts and Ernesto. Yep. You know, and That's all right. those, wherever the champions were, so many. And every year you'd be watching it, you know. That's right. Yeah, yep. it was just like a Super Bowl of kickboxing. That's right. That's yeah. right. Um, my very first uh, foray into it, and I don't regret it at all, was I was on my very first dinner at my girlfriend's house in grade 10 with, with family and everything. And they had the TV on and whatever, and I just happened to look like, oh, what the hell's that? That's kickboxing. I, li I, I, I feel a little bit bad. I literally was like, excuse me, <laughs> I'm gonna go watch this. And she said, if you leave this table, we're through. And I went, okay, bye. <laughs> I, I, call, watch it. I called but, my but, dad to but, pick me up. I was going to say, I was going to say, did you actually just watch it in the house while they, uh, while you got dumped? Shh, I, shh. I'm watching, I'm watching. Well, Andy Hook. Okay, I did until understand. my dad came. 
they just let me and left me be. My dad came and okay, dad, let's go, man. We gotta get get home. So yeah, that when I think of K1 heavyweights, I remember uh, just not even like you know if you go over there, we're through. I'm like yeah, peace. I'm gonna watch some fights. Yeah, no question. And, but we, yeah, we also got to remember Bernardo. that K1 period, the the, the fighters weren't evolved like they are now. Yeah, like, where they're very much like very much all the same. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I'm not saying that there are slight differences, but those times you really had a guy that was, you know, Phil Ho was. Yeah, I was just going to bring that up. Yeah, and yep. you had Andy Hooks, and yep. you had Ernesto was very Dutch style, hook yep. low kick. Peter Arts was the high kick man, you know, Mike like, Bernardo, heavy handed. Yeah, yeah, Bernardo was a boxer, really, yep. wasn't he? Mike Bernardo, yeah. So you had all these like clash of styles. That's right. Yeah, that's what um, I like about the golden era of Muay Thai too, right? Yeah, yeah. The knee guy versus the oh, elbow yeah. zombie, like you know, it's all the different styles. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Dang. <laughs> we barely talked about this. <laughs> it's another podcast. I love it. Uh, now, uh, so Caleb is fighting Omid as well, right? Oh, yeah. Um, how I'm, I have here? I'm just guessing. I got to commentate one of Omid's fights when yeah. he did the uh, a prospect series. Yes. Um, has he fought since then? Or? No. No. Okay. He's the unluckiest man ever. Oh boy. He's had about eight or nine pullouts. Not him even pulling oh, it. Oh no. He's just won it. But you know, Omid's a guy that very nice, humble guy. Doesn't say much. He comes to the gym three times a week, solid, right? Um, and he doesn't get upset, oh, fuck this, and throws his dummies out. He just goes, okay, never mind. Sure. Yeah, yeah when, when's the next one? You know, that's what's happened awesome. with him. Awesome. And he's that's stuck in the gym and he enjoys training, just enjoys being in the gym. Nice. He knows it's not going to be like a career for him. Yeah. You know, yeah. like some of the other guys on the card. He just likes being in fights. Perfect. Yeah. It, and he's always in an entertaining fight. Yeah. You know, yeah. So. Nice. And he's pretty, uh, what is, yeah, big, obviously, because Caleb's big. 200 pounds, 190, somewhere 190, around? 190, I think, yeah. yeah. Oh, dang. Big, big fights on this big one. Big boys, yeah. Yeah. And then to open the show, um, we have Teresa Stanley and yeah. uh, Amila, I'm going to try this here, Mamutovic. Mamutovic? Yep, that's yes. it. Yeah. <laughs> I actually don't know. Okay. Right. Yeah. No, good no, one, I good just one. can't <laughs> pronounce it. When uh, Albert sent me the name, I went, yeah, Amelia. Amelia <laughs> yeah. Um, and so they're starting off the, the yep. main card. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. And uh, Teresa coming from uh, Phoenix. Now, does she train with, with Tyson as yes. well? Yeah. She's actually his manager. Okay, okay. Yeah. I, I see them along. I just, yeah. I just wasn't sure. Real nice lady. Yeah, nice. Um, I don't know much about her taekwondo. fight career. I know she's done taekwondo, of yeah. course. Yeah. Um, and she's been training a long time for this. She really wanted to do this. Like, oh, she, good. She approached and said, I really want nice. like, to have a fight. And I was like, great, let's do it. Right. Like, and, and when you're with someone like Tyson, who's do, you've done everything he has except go through the ropes, you kind of can have those feelings. Yeah. Of, oh, yeah, I remember that. I remember that. You know, yeah. smart. Um, okay, and then we also have the, the Muay Thai Junior Show. So can you just give us a quick rundown on this? So yeah, so this is new. i tell you how this began, actually, was... Um, so Kyle is the promoter of Muay Thai World Cup Juniors. Shout out to Kyle. Yep, and um, he was going to put together a card. And in a nutshell, <clears throat> it was very time-consuming for him, one. And two, there was a couple of other shows either side of him that were amateur or junior. So they were, he couldn't get all the juniors he wanted. Mm. He had about eight or nine matches. I mm, said, listen, okay. stop what you're doing. Let's make this a special one for the juniors because it's the final of the road to one. Good call. Let's make nice. it a special one for the kids too. Because remember, if you, if you ever remember one of the podcasts we did when I told you about when you, if you with your kids sitting next to you. Yes. Right? You remember that conversation? Yeah. Kid, I'm now seeing like we've got the kids on. Probably, I'm not going to say we're going to do this every show, by the way, but just this is a special show. Right. There'll be some kids there. We'll watch the kids fight, then see the progression into the prospects, and then all the lights off. Progression into the WBC title, progression into Road to One finals. Loads of these little progressions right. and career options. You can watch the ladder. I'm hoping all the kids that fight, win, lose, draw, they all stay and watch the whole night. 
Yeah. Because yep. that, they are our future. That's right. Completely, That's right. yeah. I think there's seven junior fights now. Nice. With a few from Elite on. Um, Ryan and Shout Ryder. out to Beast Mode Bella there and you go. Isabella from Arashido. Yeah, we've got a few on from Elite. And... Uh, uh, that's what we want on all the, the locals because we need to improve everything, every yes. level. Right. Yeah, all the way through. I mean, like I've told you before, it's great that um, Jake Abdul, all of these, I think Jake's 30, Abdul's 28, Cody's late 20s maybe. Yep. I'm not sure. Fantastic. Their career is now. They've got this gap now with the next five, six, seven, eight years, right? Yep. But I want these kids to come through and then we've got, we're looking at 20 to 25-year career span. Right, right, right. Right, so, right. Yep. Yeah, I hear you. Um, good. Well, it all starts with show up and fight and be part of the process, stay yeah. the night, right? Yeah. And, and, and watch what could be you. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, anything I need to know before next weekend? I think we covered most of the fights, which is the important thing. Um, yes, uh, January we're going to Ontario, so Yeehaw. we're leaving Alberta for the first time. Yes. We're not leaving, we're coming back. Um, so Michael Fitzpatrick's going to be the representative from Winter World Cup and WBC for Ontario. So he's put together a great card. So we could probably announce a couple of the fights. Oh yeah, okay. Onto that card, Tim Lowe will be fighting, defending Attaboy. his belt. Friend of the show. Um, I'll let that team of Muay Thai World Cup in Ontario announce that in their in due course. Hopefully, we'll announce it at the show. Caused a massive buzz, hey? Out in Ontario, like from oh, the yeah. last week, you can tell everyone's really excited. Oh yeah, there's just a we we said it before, right? The crowd's very different. Yeah. The fighters are even very different. Yep. And not as good as Albertans. Oh, oh. <laughs> I've got a game with uh, Fitzpatrick on that one. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Because oh. every time Fitzpatrick's on the corner, I'm on the other side of the corner. I'm doing the numbers. <laughs> I watched you guys. Yeah, I do it all the time. <laughs> it's getting in the coach's head too, but sure. I do it all the time. 2 0, 3 0, 4 0. <laughs> and he looks at me like, mother. <laughs> um, however, this is a really, really good thing. So, this is going back to 2019 Moito World Cup, right? Mm. Of how you improve a province. Mm -hmm. So that, that's where they are now good when call. January starts. Now, the next few years, you're going to see the guys from Ontario. And there are some really good fighters. And they're hungry, man. They're hungry, right? But now you're going to see them adapt to this rule set because now you're actually fighting Muay Thai. Right. You know, not having 20 fights and still fighting with head guard and shin pads. No, right. forget that. We're actually fighting Muay Thai now. So their game will improve. Their training will improve. They'll invest in themselves more. They'll be going to Thailand. They'll be getting better coaches. Be looking after themselves better. They'll see that there's a career in it, right? Right, right. They've got some. They've got some killers in Ontario. And is it is it going to be WBC officials? Yes. Like I, I'm, I, I, I am not throwing shade at all. I've said it before, but I was really confused by the 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 aff too many rules. That's what it is. Too many rules. Well, in like, yeah, like stopping and going. Like I, I just yeah, found it, it was a little. It was it was different. I'm not saying it was bad or good. It was just so different from what I'm used yeah, to. Yeah, too many rules. And the truth is, I need two rules. All right. Amateur five twos, elbow pads, like I do in Alberta. Mm -hmm. Professional five threes. Mm -hmm. Right, that's the only way. There we go. Yep. We've got the one rules. They're one rules. But yep. you get the idea of Muay Thai what WBC is. Yep. So Michael's going to do the same thing. We're going to fly Nash out, okay. representative, and he's going to do a training course for all the officials. Perfect. For even coaches to learn. Nice. What the rules are. Right. But right. two rules. And the reason being with two rules is very simple. You don't confuse the crowd. Yes. Simple. Yes. This is the amateur side. That's the professional side. We don't mix it. Good call. You know, what's the point in that? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. And, and work your way, like you just said, the ladder system, work your way to that professional level, right? Correct. Like that, that, there's a system there. Okay. Yep. Oh, cool. Right on, man. I can't wait. And that's only a couple months down the road. Yeah. Like January 27. Yeah. yeah. Right on. Um, Wait to start the new year. No kidding. Another trip for me, you and John. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was it? Uh, next weekend. The weigh-ins, obviously. 
Uh, we do have Vinny Shorman coming, so he's going to do a seminar, guys. I'll, I'm going to make a video. I'll make some posts. Um, before we move on to a couple extra topics, um, I, I don't want to take up too much more Got of your you. time. Uh, anything else? We're talking about the next weekend, the fights. Road to one. Um, no, I think we covered it all. I think the advertisement, marketing, the heat between all the fighters, the talking back and forth, the comments from the fans, Yep. I think is selling itself. I agree. To yep. be honest with you. It's just now that clock is just ticking down. That's right. That's you right. <laughs> you know? I can't wait. It's it, uh, Yeah, I, I keep talking about it. You wanted, what was the other thing? You wanted to talk about Tyson, didn't you? I did. I wanted to talk about uh, Tyson Fury. Um, yeah. Before, uh, I'm, I'm curious um, if you have, so big news. I understand if you just don't want to touch it. Um, Rod Tang. He was supposed to be here in Canada, not yeah, coming. Very simply, they got the wrong visa. So um, it's the third time he's been rejected. <clears throat> what, really? Not rejected, sorry. Third time he's supposed to come. Okay, okay. Gotcha. Third time he's supposed to come. First time he was injured. Second time he had a fight with Superleg, so it had to be delayed. Yep. He got injured after Superleg. Mm -hmm. And then uh, this was for a visa. So basically, in a nutshell, is when you bring over ties, I, I know this from being in England when I had ties over. Mm. When you bring them over... There's a certain paperwork you need to do well in advance when you book these things. You can't do anything last minute. You need the right, correct visa okay. for it all. What you also need is, is not just the application for the visa. You need proof of that too. But, like, so wait, what, what do you mean? So, for example, you have a letter from an association. This person is a legitimate guy. Okay. He's coming over to teach seminars to spread Muay Thai from Thailand Yes, yeah, so you get the tourism letters. You get all these companies involved, powerful companies hmm. involved on the letter to go with your application. Okay. After that, you have the correct visa. They will tell you what the visa to do. You go to a visa agent that deals with fighters that go to America or Canada. Mm -hmm. He knows. You deal with this particular person. You pay his fee, right? He will tell you that's the correct paperwork. This is the application you go for. Okay. They didn't do it. I see. They, didn't, they got so. the wrong... And it is probably an honest mistake. Sure. Or maybe, oh, there's lots of people coming to Canada at the moment. One more won't matter. Right. You know, so right. he'll get through the system. No, no. Yeah. You need to have everything in, in line. Yeah. So yeah. I feel, you know, what I actually feel sorry for. I feel sorry for all the, because, you know, like I remember the, ex, I, I don't remember. So I've, I've seen the excitement of when Nong O gets announced and Nong O turns up at an airport. Right. I've seen it when Petrosian came over. Andy Sauer coming like there was people like I can't believe he's here in Calgary. Yeah, which I think is me. Odd. Yeah, well, whatever. I know but you're, <laughs> but super, you're, the, you're the king nerd, <laughs> aren't you? Of it all. Which, yeah, but I love it. I, but I like seeing that in people, by the way. Right. right? And I remember when he went to me, can I speak to Sauer and ask him a question? I went, he's just there sitting. He's doing his shoelaces. <laughs> yep, you're right. And he won't care. You're right. Like, right. Uh, so none of them care. Like right. in terms of like they love it. Yeah. Like, they love the fan base, right? Mm. So uh, I love that too. Right. So that's why I, I was really. Uh, uh, disappointed him because there's a few guys from here too that were going to go to the Rod Tank seminar. Yeah. Would it have been a good seminar? I don't know. Right. But would right. it have been the meet their idol, get right. a picture with them, shake hands with them, see them live, do a technique on the pad or something like right. that. Right, right. Um, uh, get a t-shirt signed and whatever it is, all, all right. the things that go on right. your glove signed. That's what I'm sad about. Yep. Yep, I hear you. You know? Yeah, yeah for sure. For sure. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, a lot of disappointed fans. Yeah. Hundreds. Yeah. Hundreds, for sure. Um, well, that's too bad. I mean, I'm sure it was a whoops. I mean, why would you do that on purpose? But no, it was a whoops. Yeah, 2024, maybe. Hopefully, the issue is then is convincing people, 
Right. Because Fool me once. They won't actually buy the the um until he's here. Seminar ticket until they see him at the airport. Yeah. Through borders now. You right, know? right. Yeah, that's tough. Shoot. But we got some good seminars planned next year. Perfect. Super leg. Yeah, that's right. I remember that. I'll give you another one. Okay. Stamp. Is that right? Stamp's coming. As if. No oh, way. Yeah. Sure. Really? Oh yeah. Nice. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So we're working on. Remember, with Superleg and with Stamp, we want to do yep. Canadian tours. It's all about what their schedule is. Sure. So I can't really give you dates. I'd like to have Superleg for February and then uh, Stamp for the summer or yeah. before the summer, just before. Muay Thai only seminar from Stamp? Because she does. I don't know. MMA I presume so. Muay Thai kickboxing, yeah. likely. Yeah. Um, right on. But the truth is, it's all about what their sure. Fight schedules schedule, are. Yeah. So. I'm gonna have to get that, and uh, sometimes they, they take fights on four or five weeks' notice. So right. I don't, I, I don't like announcing anything until I'm sure. Yep. I don't like rescheduling it. Sometimes it happens. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, that, that's they're the two that I'm gonna get next year. Right on. I'd like to get some more. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, and Tyson Fury, I I did see you talk with Liam a little bit on Facebook about this. I'm just curious on his fight with uh, Francis and Ganu and. What happens next? I'm but, just kind of curious. Like, but we've got memories. It's the business side of it, right? Is it's very, very simply. It was but a, we don't know that. You do kind of do. Yeah, like, we, but, we don't. Yeah, I know. But it, we have to. So it's a spectacle, right? Yeah. You have, it's like a crossover. It's a spectacle. Yeah. They're both getting paid crazy amount, life-changing money. The truth is, is it an important fight? A lot of people think it is, right? But mm. we have to look at well, the business side of it. Now, I never said the fight was ever fixed, right? All I said was an entertainment fight. Yep. There's a difference. Right. right? It's not There's, boxing. I remember you wrote that yeah, too. Yeah, it's not boxing. It's entertainment. Yep. And were you entertained? No. Okay. I thought it was pretty awful. Did you watch the whole show? <laughs> I did. Right. Oh, no. I only watched, oh, the, fight. watched the fight. Just the fight. Okay. So, but you watched the fight. Some people watched the, the opening to the show. Right. Some, the undercard was great, by the way. Yes, I hear that. Yeah, I Fabio get, Woodley from Ultra White Collar Boxing. Discovered boxing through ultra white collar boxing. No way. Yep. Then turned pro after his first ultra white collar boxing fight. It's a true story. What? He was on the co-main of that and he won. Holy so, cow. Yeah. It just shows, right? It's the ultimate gamble. It's, yeah, I know. So he switched from ultra white collar years ago. He was like, oh, what's this? He, he had an ultra white collar boxing about the eight weeks training. <laughs> and then after the eight weeks, yeah. when I really liked this, then joined the gym, turn turned pro. pro. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, great for him. Yeah. Undercut was cool. Um, but we all got remember it's entertainment. Yeah. Whether it's... Good or bad, a lot of people watched it. Mm -hmm. I think illegally, too, because the pay-per-views weren't great, were they? No, they weren't. <laughs> um, so, it was entertainment. And, and Tyson was never going to lose. I personally think if it was... Cause Tyson, look, listen, Tyson turned up. He didn't look in his... I'm not even going to say he's a six-pack man or an eight-pack right. man. But he was... A little really looser than... No, yeah. It was basically like uh, watching uh, some guys in here do a hard spa. Right, right. right. So, they kept it like that. Yep. Um, and Tyson got the rounds in because we all know that he's, he's due to fight Usyk. Yep. Now we have to look at some uh, business entities. Now, right. right. First one, Usyk and Tyson is happening in Saudi mm -hmm. two or three months later. They exact still same building. Yeah. Yep. The, yeah. So they haven't built that up completely yet, but that's what's going to happen. Then we have to look at the odds. The odds were like, Tyson's going to win easy. Now it's like, well, I'm not sure anymore. <laughs> right. Now, who's also invested heavily in PFL? Saudi Arabia, the, that buddy. Correct. Yeah. So now, and if Francis if Ngannou got knocked out in a round or two, right, and it was a legit fight, and Ngannou got knocked out, right, 
That PFL thing would make no sense. And no one would watch it. What's the point? <laughs> now you've gone the distance with the greatest ever. That's right. Or the current greatest. Huh. No, yeah. That's the business side of it. That's how I see it. All right. I had I a little bit of like, okay, I said you, you got me. Yeah, I, I hear said, you. And I said it a couple of months ago. I said, listen, it's an exhibition. It's entertainment. All right. They'll have some controversial things happen. And whether it's good or bad, it's going to trend. It's right. going to trend. Right. Yeah. And the business side of it, the entertainment side of it, it all the boxes got ticked. That's all the matters. Good call. Yeah. Did you happen to score the fight since you... No, no I actually not. think Tyson won, by the way. <laughs> yeah. But it wasn't a very... It, for me, well, sorry, not entertaining. It wasn't a very great fight to watch. No. But like I said, we watched it because it, it, it filled up two hours of our lives. Yeah. You know, the entertainment of the show. And what right. if... What if? Yeah, what if? <laughs> yeah. All those sort of yeah. things. I watched it on a... We talk about me being a fight nerd. I'm so, I'm so influenced by the commentary on purpose. I like being part of the excitement, yeah. having it be exciting. So in that sense, fights where I want to judge, I have to turn the volume off. So I watch that whole thing with the volume off. Okay. And maybe to what you alluded to, but the first 10 seconds of what Tyson Fury threw, I literally went, oh, God. Yeah, this is not oh, the real Tyson. Yeah. It just... You so know, you think it was like just a hard 50 spot? 50 mil. You got paid. Yeah. Just like a spa on it, you know. You could tell, like, even down to, like, when people enter the ring, like, it's a bit different. The vibe's a bit different. I have know? to rewatch this now. Yeah, the, the, the vibe's a bit different, you know, the seriousness of, seriousness of it. Hmm. When you see you sick and Fury fight, whenever they do, and I hope they do, mm -hmm. you're going to see a little, a little bit of a leaner Fury, a little bit, and definitely a meaner Fury, that's for sure. Hmm. And... He's still very relaxed, etc., but a little bit more like sharp on edge, a little bit more. Right. Because right? that's a serious fight. Huh. That's a fight that you will, okay. like we talked about earlier, you will go to bed. I've been in a fight with a legit champ. Right, okay. Yeah. Same nice. with Yusik, right? Yeah. You know? Well, and, and Yusik was smart enough to say, uh, I'm not falling for that performance. No, no. no I'm not falling for that. No, no, no. no. <laughs> no. He's Damn, a very, man. very clever boxer. Yusik. Nice. Who yeah. do you take in that fight? I'm going to go with Fury, but I'm, the reason being, it's nothing to do because obviously I'm English too. Sure. It's. To do with the size as well. It's it's yeah. It's isn't like there are there have been some real giant guys in the past, um, but they can't move like Fury. It's weird. Right. He moves so well. It's crazy. Like it's nuts. He moves like a middleweight. That's right. And yep. now he starts to get some meat behind his punches too. Yep. yep. Um, so I just think the size is going to play an interesting factor, and Fury's tactics are phenomenal. I don't know if you see it when he fought Wilder. Each so the third fight specifically, he he put on. More size. Yes. And the reason being is he held Wilder down. Just stuck his weight on him. Yep. Jab, jab, hold Carry on to me. him. Yep. Jab, jab, hold on. And you could see Wilder. Yeah. And he couldn't small, get the snap small in his punches. Yep. That's it. Yep. And then bang, bang. Yeah, good call. End good of call. the game. Nice. Great tactics. Loved it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. That's what I like about fighting too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah the tactical part. Um, who does Ngannou fight next? Uh, he's clearly going to box. PFL. Yeah, you think he's going to MMA? Yeah, they made an announcement. It's going to come oh. out on PFL. So... Jeez, I hope they're paying him the same money. Like, why would you go back? After, after, if I was... Well, because Saudi investment. I, I guess, yeah, yeah, I mean. Yeah. So he signed a contract, whatever it is, and good That's money true. for him. That's right, yeah. And um, fair play to Ngannou. I think he's at that stage of his career now where he'll probably get the entertaining fights. Yeah. You yeah. know? Yeah. yeah. And get some huge paychecks, win, win or lose. Right. Uh, I can't name two fighters in the PFL. You're no. clearly not going there to fight the biggest names. No, not in heavyweight, no. Yeah, for Dakota, sure. though... Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, she's in that. She's in the finals. That's right. So, yeah, yeah, that's right. We've got Beast. to see her fight live. I will say this with hand on heart. I haven't seen many girls that have finishes like her. No? Oh. Right? She finishes girls, man. Hmm. Like, 
whether it's with your boxing, whether it's kicking, whether it's ground and pound. She's fucking great. Yeah, yeah. She's basically got the whole package, I think. Hmm. And I think in the next two, three years, we're going to see her as like a real global star. Nice, nice. I think so. Honestly, she's got the great story of her mum being an ex-champ. That's right. Um, Good-looking girl, all of these yep. sort of things. She's got things going for her, right? Yep. And she's got tenacity. Hmm. And I haven't seen that in that many girls. And she seems to be like this leading of the pack of... I'm knocking girls. A different out. breed. Yeah. Nice. And she's like, she's not like just hurting them and wobbling them. She did a starch, boom, right? Boom, I saw the last know? one. Yeah. 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 Just, I'm like, yeah, she's great. <laughs> nice. You know, yeah, agreed. So good luck to her and her family. Awesome. Sweet family, sweet people, great people. Been in the Muay Thai game for years mm. and years and years oh, and okay. years in the UK. So I love seeing that because the, you know, the that's, Muay Thai side of it's coming out. That's right. You know? yeah. yeah. Nice. Nice. All right, man. Well, uh, damn. Anything else before we're out of here? That was a good one. We touched no, it all. <laughs> I think that's it. You know, uh, VRP tables are gone. Um, awesome. Ringside seats are gone. There's only bleachers left. Okay. It's going to be electric in there. Yeah. Yep, like, uh, I think the quarter the quarterfinals was like a spectacle. Yep. I think the semifinals was like, oh, who's going to get to the final? Yep. And now the final, everybody's attending. Yeah. Yeah. You know? You, you were part of the journey. You were part of the journey. And I've had people that haven't been to Muay Thai shows before wanting to come to the show. Yeah? Yeah, nice. and that's why I like the new fans. Yeah, Right, right. That's always my, my attraction to this game is trying to bring new eyeballs to yep. it, new fans. And I think I told you before, from our first 2019 event, we got 82%, 82 um, retention. Okay, right? okay. So we have an email database and we... Yeah, yeah. And they either come back to our show or they watch it on pay-per-view. Okay. Right? Bang, bang. But I think we're going to find that 82% plus some yeah. more. Yeah, right come on. Come to this event, right? There, it should be. Yeah, don't, don't, if you can drive here, don't watch it on pay-per-view. Come. Like, be oh, part yeah. of the event. It's awesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's totally different. Awesome. We awesome. all know that. That's so. right. That's right. All right, man. Other than that, uh, I, I'm thinking this might be the last one until go time. <laughs> so uh, I'll do a post-fight one after this. Christmas for me comes November 25th, not December 25th. <laughs> and uh, anything else, man? No, that's it. Thanks awesome. very much. I appreciate it. Elite Martial Arts, Brace, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, Brace Side in Calgary. So thanks for having me here. I'll see you guys next weekend. Woo, doggy. <laughs>